Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, party people. Happy Wednesday. Stormy Tony with you live from downtown Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. This is my guys in the desert. The only thing worse, I think, than losing your hockey bet is having to wait through three overtimes to realize you were going to lose your hockey bet. Heard that story from a lot of people last night with last legs of parlays, having the Rangers not coming through. Um, crazy loss against the Pittsburgh Penguins last night. But that is playoff hockey. We did come through with the Flames. We'll recap and look ahead in the NHL playoffs uh, in just a little bit. We'll also get into the NBA postseason as well. Who better to help us get in the win column than our guy Dan Leach, host of the Detroit CityCast. He's going to be with us for the first half hour of the program. We'll also hear from Steve Buchanan, our MLB betting expert over at DraftKings, and find out where the money is going with Chris Andrews, the latest inductee to the Sports Betting Hall of Fame over at the South Point. So a great show on tap today, but let's jump right in as we always do with our top five things you need to know, news and notes that affect us as bettors. And we will start with the NBA last night. Home teams and unders bouncing back in a big way. Welcome back to the party, Boston Celtics. Even without Marcus Smart, the Celtics tied their round two series with the Bucks with a 109-86 win. The cover never in doubt as a four-point favorite. 20 made threes to Milwaukee's three. Total stayed under 216. Then in Memphis, the Grizz gutted out a physical chippy game two win of their own. John Morant would not be denied. 47 points, including 15 straight down the stretch to close out the 106-101 upset win as a two-point dog. Total stayed 20 points under the number. 
Warriors were just 7 of 38 from three-point land, 18% each. And I wasn't kidding about the physicality. Dylan Brooks broke the code, as Steve Kerr says. He was ejected for his hit on Gary Payton, who left with a fractured elbow on the play. He will not be back. Draymond Green also had to leave the game after taking an elbow to the face. And Steph Curry uh, had to force a stoppage with him bleeding. Hopefully no more blood on the court tonight as games roll on. As we head to number two with this evening's NBA lines and updates, Miami open as a nine-point favorite against the 76ers. The action is slimmed down now to eight. The total hit the board at 206, has peaked at 208 with over money coming in. Joel Embiid remains out for Philadelphia, as does Kyle Lowry for the Heat. And Tyler Hero cashed those tickets if you had him for the league's sixth man of the year award. He's questionable, but that was also his distinction on Monday when he played and dropped 25 points. Then the Mavs at the Phoenix Suns. Suns a six-point favorite. They're four and one, by the way, ATS, their last five playoff games as a favorite, which included a dominant game one win despite a 45-point night from Luka Doncic over under in this one, 216. Number three in our top five, recapping the action in the NHL last night. Pittsburgh, as I mentioned, outlasted the Rangers in a three-overtime barn burner. Evgeny Malkin sealing the deal with a 3-4-3 three, three win in what felt like the ultimate letdown for poor Igor Shosturkin. 79 saves on 83 shots on goal in the loss. Then the Caps upset the President's Trophy winning Florida Panthers 4-2 for the Panthers' first regulation loss of the season when entering the third with the lead. They were 39-0-1 prior to last night in that situation. The Avs dominated the Preds 7-2 and it started early scoring often 5-0 after the first period was said and done and the Flames held on to beat the Stars 1-0. Number four, game twos are rolling on tonight with four other series. Carolina beat the Bees 5-1 in game one. Can they do it again as a short one, minus 120 favorite in Raleigh? Total five and a half. Toronto shut out the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions 5-0 in their first game. Bolts plus 115 dogs in the bounce back spot tonight where they have had a lot of success. Andre Vasilevsky 14-0 in his game following a playoff loss. Total six and a half. Speaking of shutouts, the Minnesota Wild on the losing end of one against the St. Louis Blues in game one. Can they rebound at home as a minus 135 favorite? Total six and a half. And the Kings cashed as a plus money dog in their first game Monday against the Oilers. Edmonton, though, a huge minus 200 favorite tonight to split the series and get back on track over under six and a half. Last one here in our top five, some scheduling news in the NFL announced earlier today. Looks like it's the Seattle Seahawks and Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFL's first ever game in Germany. Tampa, an early eight and a half point favorite for the November 13th game, total 46 and a half. The league also announced three 9.30 a.m. Eastern time games that'll be played in London. Saints, one point dogs against the Vikings October 2nd. Packers, minus six and a half against the Giants. Broncos, minus six and a half against the Jags. Jags in London, tale as old as time. And lastly, the Cardinals and four. 49ers going to play in Mexico City on Monday night, November 21st. But let's get back to the action that we're going to be betting on tonight. Uh, welcome in Dan Leach, host of the Detroit City Cast, always bringing in the winners. I saw on Twitter, you're one of these guys. May the fourth be with you, my friend. It must be, Storwell. And by the way, you mentioned that triple overtime thriller. If you had listened to the Detroit City Cast, you would have known I gave you Pittsburgh. So I'm just trying to get you hockey winners you don't have to wait up all night till after midnight. That was a crazy game, though. What a crazy game to start a series that probably is going to go seven. See, that one hurts my feelings because your girl was on the Rangers. I really, really believed, especially without Tristan Jari, that the Rangers would get it done. So you're just hurting my heart now, Dan. I would never do it on purpose. But listen, <laughs> I think that series goes seven. I have the Rangers winning the series. And I just like the value, the plus 118 or so with Pittsburgh in game one. And what a crazy situation with the goalie and, you know, out in the first overtime. Just a, a nut. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs now 
fully with fans and fully travel worthy and all that stuff. There's just nothing like it. No, it really is. It's so exciting. And you credit where credit is due to Pittsburgh. Cause like you said, Casey DeSmith goes down. What a situation for Louis Domingue to have to go into that game. Yep. And uh, he was nails. So happy for them to be able to get that win, even if it hurt my pocketbook. Also last night uh, in the NBA, you know, it was, it was really fun. I think to see a couple of teams say, Hey, no, 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 you're not taking these series back home with two games to none leads. We got a little bit of that upset flavor. Yeah, I went fully zigzag theory myself last night. I was on Memphis and I was on Boston. I took Boston money line, so I'll be I'll be full disclosure there. I didn't trust the, the spread kind of popping up and down with the market smart news. But, you know, Boston's too good of a team to be held down. Milwaukee's obviously fantastic. But I loved Boston in that, you know, in that spot. And then Memphis, you know, Golden State had a, a, a win where they didn't play some of their guys, you know, Steph Curry, didn't play their greatest in game one. Obviously, you know, you look at Jared Jackson Jr. at over 30 in that game. I just figured that John Morant would be able to take it over it was a small spread only getting two points but I liked Memphis and obviously it was it was nip and tuck until the end it was definitely a sweat game I was out with Danny Burke on rush hour yesterday he went against me at his own peril by the way we're both sweating that game out but I love Memphis the the Grizzlies stormy are good enough to win the NBA title I'm not saying they're going to I picked Philly uh, and Phoenix before this the, the playoff started but that Grizzlies team when they dig deep they could beat anybody in any situation in any arena home or away so Avzi series do shift back to Milwaukee and to Golden State. Is there any one team of the bunch that you think has a nice advantage in this next two games coming up? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I, you look at the – starting with the Boston-Milwaukee series, I mean, both those teams can just, as, as Boston did last night, just take over a game and make the other team look silly. I think that if you look at one team that has an advantage, it's the Grizzlies a little more than maybe Boston does because, you know, you look at what Memphis, as I mentioned, has been able to do metrically and what John Morant can do and what they, you, just the way that that team can play defense in big moments and the fact that they tied that series at one. Klay Thompson had an awful game, couldn't buy a three for his life. I just feel like the us against the world thing with Memphis is going to work a little better than the whole Boston us against the world thing. So I think Memphis, not by much, but they have a slight advantage there. Just the way that that team has played this year. I like them on the road and I like John Morant. Whenever you have a player like John Morant, Stormy, who could literally, I mean, obviously Steph Curry can do the same thing, but he can just take over a game and score in the 40s. You love that. And they travel on the road. You got to have good guard play. I think Memphis has a little bit of an advantage there going back to Golden State. If they win at least one and if they win two, that series is over. Yeah, the heart and soul of that team, putting the team on his back when they need to. And I saw a really cool nugget earlier today that John Morant, just the third player ever to have three games in the post, to have multiple games, excuse me, in the postseason over 45 points. The other two were Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. So that's pretty good. Good uh, company. Good company to be in, no doubt. Looking ahead to tonight, let's talk about the 76ers heat game. No Joel Embiid again out there in Miami. Do they have enough to get a cover? Obviously they didn't in game one and it was rough in the second half. No, and I was on him in game one. I thought they would be able to just hang in. I mean, the first game without a big star, we've talked about this in the show before, Phoenix example with Devin Booker and some games in the NCAA tournament. You can kind of get over that. It's the second and third or fourth game where it's really an issue. I hate this game. I absolutely hate it. I'm not touching it. Uh, I mean, the Sixers should be able to at least be in this game a little better than they were in the first one. But without Joel Embiid, that's like not having Kobe Bryant, not having LeBron James, not having Steph Curry. It's just such a huge drop-off when you've got a guy in a B that can make threes to win series, that can bang 
taking shots in from you know half court. They can dunk on you. So that's just such it's too big of a loss. You see the total obviously down to 208 and a half. You mentioned the unders uh, have definitely gotten back on top the last uh, at least few games in this semifinal series uh, round. But to me, I, I just the Heat are going to win this game. I'm not going to touch it. I don't think there's any value there. And I'll tell you this: if uh, you know if they don't get Joel Embiid back. Uh, there's mm-hmm. just no chance the Sixers have a winning this series. Well, and I think another question mark that comes with that is if they do get him back, how hesitant is he? You have an orbital bone right. fracture. You're already dealing with an injury to your thumb, too. I think despite how wonderful of a player we know he is, the effectiveness is going to be in question and the hesitancy you might have with a facial injury. Um, the over even is something that like initially I would have been looking at. You look at some of the trends and how they've done in situations in a bounce back over seven and two in those situations. But again, those were with Joel Embiid. So I feel like I'm staying away from this game as well. I do have the heat in a parlay piece, but that's just a about it here. Any any other just lasting thoughts that you had as you look at this series in general before we have to take a quick break? Yeah, if you ever want to see the movie, obviously you've seen Friday Night Lights, right? Love it. W- w- ever ever heard of Booby Miles? Why Love was it. Joel Embiid out there? Put Booby in. Was it ni- 19 late in the game? The game was over. The series was over. What was he doing out there? That was ridiculous. That's my thought on this series. They would have yeah. played themselves out of the chance to go to the NBA Finals. Well, that's that's one of the things that we talk about all the time in these situations, right? Why are your stars in when you have such a significant lead? But I love that. If you want to win, you put Booby in. One of my favorite lines from Booby. Friday Night Lights. Um, we're going to talk a lot more with Dan Leach on the other side of this break um continue the nba talk as well as the stanley cup postseason he's also got a kentucky derby pick for us the derby coming up on saturday and vison is offering a special 9.99 kentucky derby betting guide we've got previews of all the horses all the jockeys for every single race plus best bets for the entire weekend including of course the run for the roses pre-order your copy now again just 9.99 at vison.com slash derby guide that's vison.com slash derby guide dan true or false we're gonna play a game or true or false when we come back. <laughs> Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. And we are so lucky to be joined by the one and only host of the Detroit City Cast, Dan Leach here on My Guys in the Desert, and we're going to play a quick game of true or false, and we're going Detroit edition for my guy, especially with the moves they made in the NFL draft. So, true or false, Dan, the Lions will finish second in the NFC North, plus 550 wager. Oh, you're starting off with a hard one for me, because listen, I this is still a growing year for the Lions. I don't think the Bears really did much. Justin Fields is still unproven. I'm not a big fan of what the Vikings are, are just in general. Uh, you know, obviously the Packers are still the class of the division, but I'm going to say true because the Lions had an A-plus draft. They have Aiden Hutchinson. They got Jamison Williams, who at some point hopefully will be healthy. He says by training camp, but either way, even mid-season-wise, their offensive line is solid. Dan Campbell wants to bite kneecaps. I'm going to say it's true because no other teams in the division are really that sexy right now. Certainly lots of reason for optimism. I like it. You said his name, Aiden Hutchinson, number t- two pick Overall, in this year's NFL draft, he will go over eight and a half sacks this year, true or false? All right, Storbleton, listen, 14 games last year, 20, uh, 15 sacks for Aiden Hutchinson, 17 games this year now in the NFL. He's going over eight and a half. Now, listen, he's a rookie. I know it's going to be tough. He's going to have some come to Jesus moments at times, but I think that to get over eight and a half, this guy's going to be a wrecking machine. I'm going to say true. So far, two trues. Last time it was all falses. Let's see what we can do here. Reed Fowler from DraftKings, by the way, was on the show yesterday. He was about that action as well. So let's see him do it. True or false last one here, Jamison Williams. He thinks he'll be ready, as you mentioned. Will win Offensive Rookie of the Year, 12-1. 
Well, listen, I love the kid's moxie, but how can you say you're going to be ready? You know, that's he's not going to say, no, I don't think I'll be ready for a couple of years. If he is ready, it's a totally different situation, I would say, true. But there's going to be an asterisk here because if he's not ready by, you know, halfway into the season, you, you look at guys like Drake London and Burks and obviously Kenny Pickett, Garrett Wilson, they'd have a much better chance. But if he is healthy and ready to go day one, you know, game one of the regular season, 12 to 1, 11 to 1, true for me. Love the moxie, but maybe a little bit overzealous. We're three for three on the trues, though. Props to... We haven't done that ever. Normally, it's false. Ever, ever. Props to Brad Holmes and company, though, for trading up to get Jamison Williams because I, we all know the conversation about him prior to the injury, and so I'm glad that that didn't force him to drop it. They went out and got him. Um, listen, Dan, we, we talked to the people about the Kentucky Derby coming up this Saturday, and I know my strengths and weaknesses, okay? And horse racing is not one of them. So I have to talk to people like you who know what they're doing to help me out here. Um, who are you betting? as Churchill Downs approaches. Well, listen, uh, you know, I am a full degenerate. So there, I, I've been into horse racing for a while, but during the pandemic when there was basically marble racing and horse racing to bet on, I really got into it. But I've always loved it, and I've talked about this about Detroit CityCast. You're always looking for value when it comes to betting. And there's when you there's two you know things you can bet on, I believe, that give you the most value in any kind of sports situation. One of them is betting on golf, and one of them is betting on horses. You can literally bet a dollar on a horse race and win $2,000. You can have a, a $2.80 pick five and win $5,000. So the value is there. I love the Derby. I mean, obviously, the casual better just looks at the Triple Crown races, the, the Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont. But people like me are betting this stuff year-round. There's a race I had about 10 minutes before the show that I won at Churchill Downs. It was a favorite, but still a good race. And I look at the Derby as having just this absolutely wide-open feel this year. Maybe one of the more wide-open Derbies in the last 10 or 15 years. There's no American Pharaoh. There's no top horse that everyone's looking at, even essential quality from a couple years ago. So I'm looking you know, a little down the trough here, and obviously you look at guys like Mo, horses like Mo Donegal or Messier or the favorite uh, Zandon that, uh, of course, is a, a great uh, Flavian, Pratt ride, Ch- Flavian Pratt ride ridden uh, Chad Brown horse. I love charging. Todd Pletcher, he's obviously got the great experience, the great pedigree. Luis Saez, one of the top jockeys, one of my favorite jockeys in the world. 20 to 1 morning line, second in the Florida Derby, did charge it go. You know, had a weird kind of end of the, the, the Florida Derby and lost to one of the favorites in the, the Kentucky Derby, White Barrio, uh, the Safi, the Joseph Safi uh, Jr. horse. And I just think the charger gives you too much value. I'm going to play Mo Donegal. I'm going to play uh, Zandon and some exotics, maybe even Smile Happy and Messier as well. But I just, the outright for me is charge it, charge it to the bank account. 20 to 1 Stormy. And I, I'm telling you, there is so much money. People don't maybe don't know this. There's so much money in the derby pools that uh, obviously it's the biggest, fat, most exciting two minutes uh, in sports. That's what's been referred to forever. That if you can hit an exact, if you can hit a solid trifecta or a super, you are going to cash a ton of money and not have to risk a lot of money. And that's why I like a horse like Charge It, Trained by Pletcher, Ridden by Louis Saez, 20 to 1. Even just the outright 100 bucks wins you 2,000. And that happens in two minutes. It's not over a golf weekend or an NFL season. So I'm all about charging on, on Saturday and playing a bunch of different ways, but definitely the outright pick is charging. Well, I might have to tell you there. And then just because I like a play on words, summer is tomorrow, stormy is today. So I might throw one on the 30 to one horse at the four post as well, just for funsies, because why not? Uh, let's get back to a little NBA though, because we touched on the 76ers heat series as that approaches, but also tonight, Suns Mavericks. I had the Mavs plus six in game one, bit me in the tail. Um, should I have reason to believe that the Mavs can close out closer than they did in game one? 
Well, Stormy, I give you a hard time sometimes for not following some of my picks, but that actually was one of my picks. I had the maps as well. <laughs> Very disappointed. We're going to go full zigzag theory on this one. Listen, I picked Phoenix to win the NBA title. It's no secret they're you know clearly one of the top two or three teams in the NBA, and they have been all season long. But when you look at what Luka Doncic can do, and he had a great game one. It's just not enough supporting cat stuff. You know, you need more for Bronson. You need more defense. Uh, I, I'm going to go full zigzag theory, and maybe the Mavs don't win this game outright, but I'm taking the six and a half. I see six and a half right now. Minus 114 at Bet Rivers. I have a small play on the money line as well, plus 205, because I think the Mavs could win this game. But after what happened in game one, I think you're going to see another explosion from Doncic, but better stuff from the supporting Mm -hmm. cast. And I was looking at the total as well. I mean, we know the totals were going under like a crazy person in the first round, and it evened itself out a little bit towards the end of the first round. Now we're starting back on the under train. This total seems a little low to me. 216 and a half. So if you're looking maybe to make a parlay with the six and a half and the over, that's kind of where I'm at with, with that situation. I think the over is a solid play for me as well. So Mavs plus money line Mavs and the over. It's a trifecta, just like the Derby's going to hit. <laughs> well, especially if, like you said, that Luka does get a little bit of help because that was the struggle, I think, or what was positive for the Suns was that they said, hey, Luka, you do whatever you do. Nobody else is going to beat us and nobody could. Right. So are they able to contribute this time around? NHL, four more games coming up tonight. What's your favorite? Well, listen, in, in last night, uh, I mean, it, it, I had the Penguins, but I lost uh, some other action. I mean, I, I did have I, I, the Avalanche game was pretty easy, so I did have the Avalanche minus mm-hmm. a goal and a half. But there's been some very weird things that have happened in the first round of the playoffs, and I think you got to be very careful. But there is a, a parlay I like, and I'm going to go talking of zigzag theory. I'm parlaying the Minnesota Wild at home who lost that first game. Actually, had St. Louis winning the series and, and winning a game one as well. And the Oilers, who got – Starstruck in you know by the LA Kings, the Showtime Kings. You parlay those two together on the money line. A hundred pays one fifty eight. So that's where I'm going with those two games. I mean, I look at the Maple Leafs as well. Minus one and a half, plus one eighty. They destroyed Tampa. This is not your cousins or maybe your sister's roommate's brothers. <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning. They're not going to be in this series. The Maple Leafs you may, might sweep this series. That's some that's some crazy value story. Minus one and a half, plus 180. So I got a small play on that, and I'm staying away from Bruins and Hurricanes. But I definitely feel good about the Wild getting that series tied and the Oilers getting back on track with a big night for McDavid and a good a good night of just kind of energy at that building after they went down early 2-0. They, they tried to make their way back, ended up losing 4-3 to three to the uh, Kings in that one. So I like that parlay with Minnesota and the Oilers, and I'm going to take Tampa. Toronto minus one and a half plus 180 and hope for like a four to two or five to two type of game. Well, and for Edmonton, if not for that Mike Swift, Mike oh, Smith whiff trying to play the puck, I think that Edmonton wins that game. So I'm with you. I have bets on both of those games as well with Edmonton and with the Wild. But if you're parlaying, parlaying them together, I might have to join you on that one as well. My thing with the Leafs and Lightning, I just went back and forth on it. I could have talked myself into either side so easily just because of the success I know that Tampa has had in the sure. playoffs and Andre Vasilevsky coming off of a loss. He's got a 9.66 save percentage, 14-0. and So my, my gut went with you and went with the Leafs, and I think Toronto is a different team this year. I just couldn't put my money on it. I had too much anxiety. 
You know, Stormy, this isn't your cousin's lightning team. They're obviously still really good, but Steve Eisenberg ain't there anymore. They're not the same kind of team. In Toronto, this 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 you know city, this fan base, they can't win a playoff series. I've got them before this, the playoffs started, Stormy. I have an all-Canadian final. You'll hopefully love this. The Calgary Flames in Toronto in the Stanley Cup final, Calgary winning it in seven. Could you imagine the country of Canada? It would come to a Tim Horton standstill if you had Calgary and Toronto in the Stanley Cup finals. Now you're making me crazy some Tim bits, but yes, it has been a hot second since Canada has had a team win the Stanley Cup, so they would be licking their chops. Thank you so much as always, Dan. Incredible insight and uh, tailing some of your plays because we need to cash some tickets. Storbleton, it's a true honor and pleasure. Steffleton as well. Love you all. <laughs> Big fan. That That is a nickname I have never gotten from anyone ever. And Stormles, Stormleton, didn't think I would be in with it, but I'm on board, I got to tell you. When we come back here on My Guys in the Desert, DraftKings MLB betting analyst Steve Buchanan joins the show to give us his plays tonight. And when Steve is on the show, you know what that means. We love that plus money, honey. We got some props, some alternate lines. Don't go anywhere. More coming up. to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Prove your fighting spirit with the Playoffs Challenge presented by Modelo. Play free fantasy hoops in the eight-part contest series and compete for your share of $4,000 per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash now to get in on that action. Modelo, prove your fighting spirit. Don't threaten me with a good time. A nice Modelo and Lime is my life. Welcome back to my guys in the desert. Time for We Love That Plus Money, honey. Looking at a couple plus money angles for you this evening. We'll start in the National Hockey League. Evander King. Anytime goal plus 180. The dude had 33 shots on goal his last six games of the regular season. Added five on net Monday night against the Kings. And he also plays on the line with Connor McDavid, five on five, who had the second most assists in the NHL this season and the most points. That line should be buzzing. He was held off the score sheet, so you know that Evander Kane is going to continue to pepper that net. I think eventually the biscuit gets in the basket. Shots on goal prop also over three and a half plus 120. It's a high number, but worth a look. Uh, Brewers, alternate run. Run line against the Reds got a win by three runs. I've been on the run line train all season long and it's been cashing and I've been sprinkling in this bet every now and then. I know that it's not fun, but 17 of the Reds 20 losses this year have been by 20 or more runs. 15 have been by three or more. The Brewers just they they've been good. They've been decent. They've been up and down, but they've cleared the three-run mark for their last six wins. Their bats have woken up a little bit here in Cincinnati as a collective batting just 200 season averaging 3.04 runs per game, had the fewest hits and the worst OPS in baseball right now. Uh, so take a chance on the Brew Crew to win big, I think. And last one, Aaron Judge over one and a half total bases for oh, against Toronto, plus 135. I know that the guy has been on a heater. It's eventually going to cool down at some point. I don't think that it does today. He's batting 303 on the year. 15 of his 27 hits have been for extra bases. He's averaging 2.6 bases per game. And his last five games alone, eight hits, five home runs, and a double home run prop. Might not be bad either. Plus 390. Let's talk it all through with the big MLB slate coming up tonight with our guy Steve Buchanan betting analyst uh, for the MLB and NFL with DraftKings. How's it going, Steve? Uh, look, I, I am very impressed with your Brewers bet. 
I'm going to give one that's pretty similar, but now I look like a wimp because I'm taking the normal run line. You're going like a step beyond. You got to so go I'm for impressed. it, Steve. If you're not first, you're yeah. last. <laughs> you you got it, girl. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, take me Damn. through it. What's your So I'm assuming that means Brewers run line for you tonight. Yes. Well, well yeah, of course. I mean, that's just the bet go, m- moving forward against the Reds. This team is absolutely atrocious. And if you're a Reds fan, I'm sorry. But I feel bad for what the organization did to your team. But I'm going to continue to bet against your team because it makes money. I mean, you gave some good points already. The Reds are averaging just three runs per game, which is the lowest in the league, by the way. They're losing when they lose, which is very often. When they're losing, they're losing by an average of three runs, which covers your run line. So that's great, too, because you're getting plus money on that. But just to put this in perspective. The Pirates are the sec- are, are second against the run line, losing by an average of 1.9 runs. So the Reds are like almost doubling that total. It's unbelievable. The Brewers are 12 and 12 on the run line this season. They're doing fine. They got Freddie Peralta on the mound, who's really uh, bounced back after a rough start to the season. But, you know, why take the one and a half when you, you can go with Stormy and take two and a half, right? <laughs> I mean, who cares about the one and a half? But either one, either one, I think is a fine play tonight. They should absolutely crush the Reds in this game. I bet them both. So if the Brewers somehow lose this yeah, game, sure. I'm really hosed tonight. I got to tell you, um, I've got them as a parlay piece. We're all in on the Brew Crew. Um, but by oh, the way, Lord. can you have the Reds teach the Diamondbacks a thing or two about losing? Because they are really crushing my soul right now. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of one of the more surprising teams. The Rockies, too, are kind of a team that's like, you're supposed to be losing a lot. I don't know why you're winning so much. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it's great for my Reds under 79 and a half wins. That's that's for sure. Well, see, but the Diamondbacks have been – go ahead. Go ahead. The, oh, that's all I was going to say is I have the under on the Diamondbacks season win total, and I'm not liking the start that we're off to here. But because you, <laughs> you did mention the Rockies, they've got the Nationals tonight, and I feel like Colorado's just got to be licking their chops with the pitcher that they get to go against today. Yep. Patrick Corbin, I mean, I mean, when does this guy just stop taking the mound at this point? I mean, all he's doing is giving souvenirs to the fans watching because all he does is give up bombs and all that. And the Rockies come into this game. They are absolutely destroying left-handed pitching. Just kind of how you destroyed fashion with your socks and sandals from <gasps> yesterday. Sorry, I had, to, I had to get that in there. Hey, hey, but don't make the- me toss you like Madison Bumgarner today, okay? Don't make me toss you. Hey, there was a lot of bad language in that, so we can't do that. We'll keep but that away. As a, as a team, for the Rockies, as a team, they're hitting 330 against left-handed pitching. And that's not a small sample size either. That's through 244 plate appearances. So they're absolutely crushing in this matchup. You have Patrick Corbin. I said he gives up a ton of fly balls, ton of home runs. He's walking a lot of guys, averaging under six per nine innings. That's just absolutely bad. That's, a, that's an atrocious number there. So I like like the Rockies to go over their team total tonight of five and a half runs. You can get that at minus 105. I think that's a play to consider tonight. Like that play. And by the way, yesterday it was socks and sandals. Today it's it's mom socks and dad sneakers. So we're keeping well, it rolling with the fine. below desk apparel. <laughs> um, another, that's yeah, that, that's like better than yesterday. Better than, come on, socks and slides are a lifestyle. Get on board. Um, another good game, Ugh. though, coming up tonight, or maybe it's not going to be that good, is Yankees at the Blue Jays, and the Yankees just absolutely dominated yesterday, 9-1 thumping. Um, can they keep the electricity on those bats going today? Uh, yeah. That's the short answer, right? I mean, look, they're going up against UC Kikuchi. They're going up against UC Kikuchi, who comes into this game with a 7.9 walks per nine inning. How is that even possible? I want to know how that's even possible that this man is getting paid to go on the mound and all he does is walk people. Now he's going to be facing the Yankees. 
who have gone over four and a half runs in eight of their 11 games that they've won. They're averaging 6.8 runs per game during this winning streak, which I'm not happy about to begin with anyways. But you're going against Yuzi Kikuchi, who is walking everybody. And here's a little stat for you. Kikuchi has fallen behind in the count immediately, 37 times this season. He's gone 1-0 on the count. In that scenario, since that happens, opposing hitters are hitting 423 against him with a 595 on-base percentage. So you have the opportunity tonight to take over four and a half runs for the Yankees at minus 110. I will put like a thousand units on that one. They're going to go over this total against Kikuchi. I'm surprised this is at four and a half runs. I know runs have been down. I know over-unders have been down in baseball this season. But this is one of these spots where I think you really need to take advantage of this. Four and a half runs. They should be going over for that total tonight. The Bronx Bombers going to swing away. What did you think of my Aaron Judge prop, though? Any interest? I have interest in every Yankee prop available that's an over. Like, I, but truly, it's, it's amazing. Like, the over-under for Kikuchi walks is at two and a half, and it's at plus money. Take that, too. The guy's walking almost nine batters per nine innings. That is absolutely unbelievable. Every Yankee total that you like tonight, take the over. Yankees on a hot streak. We'll see if they keep it rolling. Steve Buchanan certainly thinks they do, and I hope so as well because I do have the Yankees just in a general money line play. They're a parlay piece. I'm all over the Yankees today. <laughs> um, National League West Titans back at it today with the Giants and Dodgers going head-to-head. L.A. did get the better of San Francisco yesterday, beating Carlos Rodon 3-1. Uh, any thing that you're looking at in this game the total seven and a half to the stronger pitching staffs in the in the league as well yeah that's exactly where it's going to go I think under seven and a half is the play in this one here you got Alex Wood taking the mound for the Giants Tony Gonsolin taking the mound for the uh, Dodgers Tony Gonsolin's been fantastic I, I feel like he's one of the pitchers that we really haven't talked about so far this season he's been phenomenal Alex Wood is a ground ball inducing machine which usually means uh, he doesn't give up a ton of runs because he's not getting the ball in the air so seven and a half with the way MLB has been running so far this season with over-unders I think is a really solid play here uh, even taking the under three and a half through the first five innings is something I would consider too as well we got two really strong pitchers I know the offenses have been great on both sides, but this pitching matchup is really strong. So I think under seven and a half for the game total and and even taking under three and a half through the first five innings. I think that's a solid play to make tonight from from a total that we're saying we need to go over in the Yankees. "Ah, Actually, we're not going to see much in this game. So let's stay away from that one in this case. (laughs) Uh, The Twins, another team, though, that have been on a pretty nice run lately, 11 and one straight up their last 12. Um, I think they've won seven straight in the favorite role at the Baltimore Orioles tonight. Just any initial thoughts on that game coming up? Yeah, Dylan Bundy finally got exposed in his last start here. He's been kind of going by the wayside. He was pitching really well since joining the Twins. That's not really his MO. He's he's obviously going up against a really uh bad def- uh, excuse me, offense here in the Orioles, but I, I'm not sold on Dylan Bundy yet. I mean, he was really, really bad. Uh, it, almost every team that he's been on, home runs were a big thing. He was an Oriole, and he struggled with home runs there. So now he's coming back, you know, might be having bad flashbacks to where he was before. All the home runs... You- used to give up here. So uh, I think this actually is an interesting one to potentially take the Orioles on the money line here, a plus 115. I'm not somebody that usually backs the Orioles here, but Dylan Bundy was getting so, so lucky in his first few starts of the season. I think he gets exposed here again in a very hitter-friendly ballpark at Camden Yard. So I think the Orioles on the money line is an interesting play. I was going to say bet on the Orioles, not something that you hear every day, but I like the dogs when the opportunity presents itself. Also, Steve, we got to let you go. Uh, step aside for this quick break, but don't get 
on me for my shoe game. You're wearing a hoodie. I at least wore a jacket, okay? Let me live. Oh, I'm like, this is a company hoodie. I'm talking about ah, the company I work. Toe in the company line. All right, thanks, Steve. No decent stuff for you. <laughs> Steve Buchanan, one of the best in the game. Absolutely love talking to him. Also, make sure you check him out on MLB Central Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every week. When we come back, my last plays and Chris Andrews, the Hall of Famer on the way. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Well, now there's a 10-day challenge to give you that fresh start, helping you walk away from the ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zinn 10 Challenge. 
Zin Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free and spit-free nicotine alternative, and they're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. The Zin 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zin Nicotine Pouches, and if you don't enjoy your experience with Zin after 10 days, you get your money back. So head on over to Zin.com slash 10 to take the Zin 10 Challenge. That's Z-Y-N.com slash T-E-N. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We're wrapping things up here on the show. Stormy Bond and Tony with you. Time for my official plays of the evening and taken by storm. So I need to actually stop putting some of these on the graphic because until or unless otherwise stated, I am betting the Mets first five and I am fading the Reds on the run line. So let's just throw that out there. We're on the Brewers tonight. As we also talked about with Steve Buchanan, I like the Yankees money line against the Blue Jays. I think the boys from the Bronx do some damage to you say uh, Kikuchi, who's on the hill and slumping. And I also have those tied into a money line parlay with the Heat and Suns pays out plus 315. In the NHL, I'm back in the bounce back for Edmonton and Minnesota here. The Oilers, I'm taking on the 60-minute line to get it down to minus 124 against the Kings. If not for a Mike Smith whiff playing the puck late, Edmonton should have won that game. L.A. stole it. And the Oilers are sick. They are tired. They are sick and tired of getting embarrassed in the first round. I think they rebound here tonight. And then as far as the wild money line against the Blues, a minus 130 price, that's as high as I would pay for it. And I understand that sometimes a team just has another one's number. But narratives also change. And we saw that in last year's postseason with Minnesota specifically going the other direction. Everybody talked about how Minnesota had the Golden Knights number and then the VGK ended up moving on and going to a Western Conference Finals appearance. So I think narratives change. I think Marc-Andre Fleury is the type of guy who will take ownership of the loss the other night. He'll keep the room loose. But at the same time, I don't care how many goals Marc-Andre Fleury gave up. He had no goal support. So this is a Minnesota team that's 31-8-2 at home in the regular season on that Minnesota ice. I think they get the win in a do-or-die feeling game two. And then last one here, Canes Bruins first period under one and a half for even money. The last game was scoreless until four minutes were remaining in the second period and even money value. I'll take a chance with a slow start and a no goal or single goal first period. Let's talk about where the money is going and bring in Chris Andrews, sportsbook director over at the South Point. And a huge congratulations are in order here, Chris, on your sports betting Hall of Fame induction what was your initial reaction? Has it sunk in yet? Uh, <laughs> I guess it sunk in. You know, I knew about it a while ago, but they told me to keep it a secret. So, uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't a total surprise when it came out Monday. So they told me, uh, uh, they didn't tell me that anybody else was getting in. They said, this is going to be for you. We're going to have other people. Just keep it all quiet. But it's quite an honor. And it really, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm obviously very, very happy and honored to be included in, 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 in that group because there's uh, many of my peers got in uh, be, before. They deserved it. They deserved it certainly before I did. But uh, I'm glad to be joining them. I think it's really cool, too, that you get to share in this class with our guy, Vinny Maiulo. Of course, we saw Jimmy Vaccaro getting inducted last year. So uh, the South Point family and Sportsbook family is certainly in great hands. So we're lucky to have you on the show, lucky to get to interact with you all the time. And let's talk a little bit about where this money is going. Um, I just talked about some of my NHL plays tonight. Sadly, the Vegas Golden Knights obviously not in this year's postseason. How much of an effect does that really have on your guys' handle? I know people love going up to the counter and betting Vegas, but at the same time, this field for the playoffs is pretty darn solid. Well, I got to tell you, the uh, the East, I think we knew was going to be pretty competitive all the way through. Uh, and, and really, you could just look at those lines for, uh, you know, for both the series and for the games, and they are really tight. 
same with, uh, but I, you know, I would say conversely in the West, I really thought the Avalanche were going to run away with it. But in the last couple of weeks, they hadn't played all that well. And the rest of the, the side, uh, uh, that side of the conference really kind of picked up the game, their game. You know, I think the Wilds been in it all, all year, really, you know, Calgary, but then the Blues start coming on. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, the, the Oilers came on, even the Kings a little bit, you know, so all of a sudden both, both sides of the, of the bracket got pretty tight. So the action has been good. Uh, you know, it's probably hurt us a little bit without the, uh, without the Knights in it, but, but not that much, probably not as much as you think. I mean, it's hurt, but the, our handle has been fine. It's really been terrific. For the futures market, is there anybody that you guys just really don't have much liability on? You're like, please win it all. We'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, no, you know, I've liked the avalanche from the beginning of the year. So I kind of wanted to have them going for me and, uh, they, they are a real good team for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got some other ones too. You know, I'm looking down, I mean, some, you know, well, the maple Leafs seem to disappoint me every year, but they're real good for us right now. Uh, but I'm looking up and down the lineup. We really try to, you know, we lose a little bit on Edmonton. Uh, we lose on St. Louis, you know, that's, uh, and we lose on the Kings. But other than that, the rest of the field, what's that, uh, 13 teams in or whatever, you know, we got going for. So I think we're in pretty decent shape. And I think the favorites all do look pretty good. But, you know, it's hockey. And, you know, Stormy, I know uh, your family's been involved in hockey for many years. You know, a lot of upsets happen. It's not like the NBA. So nobody's really out of it in this league. But uh, we'll see where the chips fall. But we're in pretty decent shape. Absolutely. And, and I'm with you on the Leafs, So I'm rooting for Toronto here, too. I think they're getting out of this first round for the first time since 2004. Go! I never thought I'd say, go Leafs. But, hey, yeah, I am on board with it. We've also got two NBA Game 2s coming up tonight. Can you talk us through who's getting the money from a sides and total perspective? Uh it, nothing, nothing really major as far as the sides. Uh, we got a little bit on the over on the 76ers, uh, but really just I think about a one-point move is all we had. So nothing, no real strong moves. I'm looking now. Yeah, point and a half. We opened two hundred six and a half up to two hundred eight. Yeah, so a point and a half. Uh, that's really about it. Otherwise, you know, we get. I mean, you know, the parlays are on the favorites. Big surprise. Uh, but other than that, the, the action's really been pretty well split, and uh, you know the favorites um, favorites look pretty strong. But of course, now those the the point spreads are getting up there. Heat are minus eight, Suns are minus six. Mm-hmm. You know, and it seems like all these games kind of come down to the wire. So that's a lot of wood delay in in these, uh, especially in game two with. Uh, you know, teams get a little bit more desperation. I love that you mentioned the favorites in parlays right after I just ran through, like, all these big favorites that I had in a parlay. <laughs> I'm one of the masses, Chris. What can I say? Uh, we also well, did- I got to tell you, Stormy, I'm not happy with you playing the Reds against the Reds on the money line every day. Cause, uh, I, that seems to be, like, pretty much a gimme on, uh, on a daily basis. Can't set the prices high enough, I'm sure. Uh, we also saw just a slight update on Joel Embiid moving forward. He's reportedly progressing yeah. and that there is hope that he plays in Game 3 on Friday. How much of a difference to the line does even an injured Embiid make moving forward? Well, I mean, it's been about six points with him out. I mean, I, I really think this guy has come on to be, I mean, I hate to say he's the best player in the league, but he's certainly in the top couple. And uh, the, the the Sixers have really needed him. It, you know, Harden just isn't the player that, that we thought he was going to be. And I'm sure not what the Sixers thought he was going to be when they traded for him. But uh, but I think that uh, he really is integral to this. And I think if the Sixers get him back, 
and quickly they're right back in this series. But I, I, I'm not real optimistic that that's going to happen. Yeah, he is somebody that's just so important offensively, defensively from the foul line, does it all. Um, there's so much going on this weekend. We've got the Canelo fight, NBA, NHL postseason, uh, MLB, and then, of course, the Kentucky Derby as well coming up this weekend. <laughs> um, which horse has been the most popular pick looking ahead to Saturday? Well, you know, Stormy, I was on uh, with a friend of uh, a friend of Vincent's, uh looms boldly as his uh, Twitter handle, Peter Fornital, and I gave out uh, Epicenter, you know, about two months ago, uh, and he's really come on. Now, I thought he was going to be the favorite in the race tomorrow or on Saturday, uh, but now it looks like he's gone to the second choice behind Zandon, uh, Chad Brown's horse, and that, that's a horse that really is kind of coming on and doing real well. Uh, Messier, I think, is going to be attracting a lot of money. Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm going to stick with Epicenter. Like I said, I picked him months ago. I love Rosario as the jockey. Uh, Steve Asmussen has not yet won a Derby, but I think that's really kind of data mining a little bit. He's never really, really had a horse this good, this young, uh, in, in the rotation. So I think he has a great chance of winning this one. So I'm going to stick with Epicenter, but I'll tell you, if anybody's out there looking for a long shot, a 20 to one on the morning line, and I think he might be all of that. Uh, I'd look at Cyberknife. I think that's a horse. It's uh, Brad uh, Brad uh, Cox's horse, and I think he's coming on pretty good. Won his last race. Looks like he wants to come off the pace a little bit, so he's going to need a hot pace in front of him. But that usually does happen in the Derby. But uh, I think Cyberknife, if you're looking for a uh, looking for a long shot, he would be the one I'd go with. Really appreciate the insight, as always, Chris. You're the best. Okay, thanks, Stormy. Talk to you soon, kid. Bye bye. Of course, that's Chris Andrews. And make sure you follow his new Twitter account as well, at Chris Z Andrews. Um, his old Twitter got hacked, unfortunately, but this is the new one. Give him a follow. Check out all the great content that he posts. That is a wrap for my guys in the desert today. Danny Burke and Rush Hour are coming up next. But enjoy all of the playoff action coming up tonight. Going to be another fun evening of sports. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 